Welcome to the Hannibal Rivertown Review Podcast, a celebration of Hannibal, Missouri, its history, its people, and its colorful characters, real and fictional. And now, the Hannibal Rivertown Review Podcast. We've had a conversation here for about, I don't know, 15 minutes or so, and we go, man, we really ought to start this thing. It is, I think it's episode 45. We welcome you. It is Hannibal's original podcast. It is the Rivertown Review. I'm Harold Smith. And I'm Megan Rapp. And we thank you for listening. You have so many, you have hundreds of thousands of choices out there when it comes to podcasts. And somehow you have you have run across us. And we appreciate that more than we can say. And uh, we, we teased this on our last episode and it wound up being a tease. It went from being a tease to a preview. See, uh, being a news guy... I just we we just started by saying uh, we don't want to tell you a lot about our next episode, but but it's, and then you went on to tell us everything about our next yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, like, Harold, that is not a teaser. That's no, a preview. So so the good thing about about recording a podcast is that I can go in and I can digital editing is a wonderful thing. So we it went from a tease again. it became a tease again. Yeah, Megan just said yeah our next our next uh, it, the next thing it'll be a big deal and I'm going yeah and we're a small town and it's a big deal and we left it there. So only then after I expounded and that wound up on the cutting room floor. We say all of that to say that as we record this it is uh, just after the 4th of July. We are in the midst of National Tom Sawyer Days, and we have some very special guests in town, along with everybody else that comes to town for National Tom Sawyer Days. There is a television show entitled Small Town Big Deal. The hosts of that show are here with us. Rodney Miller and Jan Carl are here. Guys, good morning. Good morning. And we have, uh, you did, almost did that in harmony. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that'd be about the only thing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's that's a whole nother story. We, we may get into that before it's all said and done. Yeah, the You're looking away again. <laughs> as much as we travel together, we can probably finish each other's sentence. Uh, hey. I take my coffee, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. dessert. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that Megan and I are quite there yet, but yeah, there there are times when it does get a little bit scary. Uh, there was the first first um, uh, newspaper article that was written about uh, about our podcast, mm-hmm. um, the the gentleman uh, didn't do it in person. He uh, submitted questions t- for each of us uh, to answer about about the podcast and various aspects of it, that kind of thing. Sent them to us separately, and we each filled them out separately and sent them in before you know. N- neither one of us knew what the other one was saying, and then then we traded traded uh, you know. Had had a teacher <laughs> graded those, <laughs> might have thought we had cheated off of each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was it was it a, was pretty funny actually. It, it was a it was a little bit little bit spooky. Which but means that, we're on the same. We have the same right. vision for you the podcast. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yes. And and you know, of course, you know, we've we've already shared with you, and we've shared with these folks many many times, as far as our basic mantra, but. Uh, with Megan being, she's the she's the Mark Twain authority uh, in the in the in the crowd, and she and like so many things, uh, we came up with or she came up with a Mark Twain quote uh, when we got started. Yes, so our our personal mantra for this podcast is: mm-hmm. all you need in this life is ignorance and confidence, and then success is sure. Yeah, that's, that's thank you, Mr. Twain. Yes. We are finding that to be. 
And if you want to get Great Megan started, misquote Mark Twain. Uh, Don't get me started. I had to do a radio interview a couple weeks back. It was a three-hour thing, and they set up in the office, and he tried to stump me. And he's telling me that this is a Twain quote. I'm like, it is not a Twain quote. <laughs> Cite your sources. Find me where Twain said that. And so we're on break, and I'm Googling, and I'm Googling, and I'm like, see, look, not a Twain quote. <laughs> where do you get it? The internet, of course. Yeah, all that I mean, interweb. If it's on Instagram, it's obviously a Twain quote. It That's says right. dash Mark Twain. That's right. <laughs> no. That's right. Uh, and, and in case people are interested, what is it? Twainquotes.com? Twainquotes.com, which it looks like it would not be necessarily a reliable source because it's a very it's an old style looking yeah. website, but it act, it is actually run by a Twain scholar. Um, and so it's alphabetized. You know, you can look it up by by the subject. Between that and Mark Twain A to Z by uh, Kent Rasmussen, um, and I can't remember. It's Barbara. Mm, her last name escapes me. Is uh, who does TwainQuotes.com. So if it's not on in one of those, so those are the go to sources. Those are the go to sources. Those are my those are my go tos. And then, yeah, okay. If it's not in one of those yet. So as we say, Rodney and Jan are in Hannibal. To uh, uh, and and your crew is here. Uh, with small town, big deal to uh, uh, cover national Tom Sawyer You've days. You've been Mark Twain in it up to, in yeah. the past couple days, all, yeah. all over the place, or at least with yeah. fictional characters. Yes. Yeah, yeah. How many, how many Mark Twains have you met the thus far? Have you, have you met any oh, Mark cross wh- paths with any Mark Twain? Yes, Richard. Richard Geary, yes, From, Mark, Mark Twain himself. Uh, yes. Mark Twain himself. Mm-hmm. So we, we watched an hour long. Um, yeah. Okay, stop inter- clicking your. Watch. I'm sorry, and yeah. then we interviewed him afterwards. <laughs> so he was pretty good. And uh, made you think you were right there, setting about eighteen ninety or nineteen hundred. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm sure we'll meet some more, but that's yes. so far that's the first one we've met. Yeah. So you've yeah you've that met. was really enjoyable though. I think it's I've never been to, okay no Disneyland they had like a oh, that was a robot though I think they had Lincoln but they um, to be at a show where someone was not just taking on the persona but actually using the exact quotes and the exact words of a famous person like that um it was it was i liked it it was really cool and and mark twain is was so prolific and there are so many books and writings and speeches and out there that people like richard gary of course the guy who made mark twain famous was hal holbrook you know mm. never used anything on stage that wasn't spoken or written by mark twain right. period right everything you know it was it was topical and people were, you know, people would have asked Richard Gary, you know, well, when did you write that? He said, I didn't write that. Yeah. It's just topical to today. Yeah. yeah. As, if you were offended by that, that is something that a very, very dead man said a very long time ago. You, you ran into that, didn't you? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, at a Hal Holbrook performance. And it was during the intermission, you know, when everyone goes to the restroom and you know, you could hear the line in front. Well, I didn't think that he was going to get political and put some of his own views in there. He didn't. It was Mark Twain. <laughs> Notice he didn't say any. I don't know who you were projecting it on, but nope. Yeah, he didn't it's name all any Mark Twain. No. All well, Mark how Twain. interesting that, and we were saying that a lot of what Mark Twain said is worse today. It's still really it's kind of sad. 130 years later, some of it still applies. We're, mm. Hopefully we've evolved some, but... We're humans. Congress Wars was a bunch of goofballs 130 years ago, <laughs> yeah. and some would say they still are. Yeah. So there's yeah. no 
criminal na- native criminal class in the United States, except for Congress, according to Mark Twain. That's right. That's right. So, so I saw so, yeah, you. You've checked out Mark Twain. What What are some of the other stops that you've you've made along the way thus far for the as far as your your Hannibal experience is concerned? Yeah. So we've uh, we've walked down walked around the town some. We've um, uh, we've we've fell in love with the Mark Twain diner. <laughs> oh, the, oh, the dinette. Oh, yeah. We were, we were, twi- we were there twice yesterday. <laughs> yeah. made, made rights and root beer. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. and, yep. And, yeah, we love made right. We're, <laughs> I, there was a made right in close to where I grew up in southern Illinois, in Christopher, Illinois. I grew up in near Benton, Illinois, but... But um, oh, well, uh, we have a cameraman from the East Coast, and he's like, "What's made right?" Yeah, and we're like, so we were educating. <laughs> we you. Come across, come across the street, and we'll show you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But we started the day with the parade. Yeah, started mm-hmm. the day with the parade, which we have to admit, since even though with the rain, I mean, you know, is it Hannibalites, Hannibalers, Hannibal, Hannibalians, Hannibalians, Hannibalians. Okay, Hannibal what? Hannibalians. 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 Wow. Okay. I would have never got that. So. Hannibalians are hardy. Uh, <laughs> I love alliteration. So they, you know, it's like, didn't, didn't, doesn't matter that there was rain. It was like, there's a parade to be had and we're we enjoy it. love parades yeah. in this town we just oh, had we just had a bicentennial parade like two weeks ago two weeks ago uh, mm-hmm. but yes. we have because that's when the clydesdales were available uh ah, but oh. but the bicentennial parade, you you did something you had something where you had the clydesdales did on two didn't shows. yeah because she loves horses so much so mm-hmm. yeah we did the clydesdales at warm springs here in missouri and mm-hmm. then, in, in boonville and then we did the Clydesdales in New Hampshire where they trained them actually okay but and, what's so interesting is that they're moved they moved they are, or they already have now, moved the training facility from New Hampshire to Boonville as well. Uh, so now not only will Boonville, Missouri be the breeding ground for the Budweiser Clydesdale, it'll also be where they will train them to be the, the hitch horses that they become. So, yeah, that's... And it's a very rigorous process. And afterwards, they tre- are treated royally. Oh, I want to come back <laughs> I Budweiser Clydesdale. <laughs> if God lets us come back for something. I'm like, uh, excuse me, Lord, could I come back as a Budweiser? They could stained glass windows. Didn't we get to drive the? Yep, we uh, drove a little bit. We didn't yeah. drive the eight one because I don't have the muscle power for the eight. But yeah, it's like 50 pounds of rain. Seventy. Yeah, I think it's 70 Gosh. pounds. Well, not so much, uh, or but pull uh, between them. What's so cool too is when we did the story, we were talking about how it's as much voice command, and they know their names. And that's when Rod, Rodney's a tractor guy. I'm a horse girl, so he'd see how the horses will turn their ears when he would call their names. If one of them wasn't pulling right or pulling too hard, and he'd be like yelling at you know, hey, you know, whatever, you know, charger. And uh, so that was cool. That was a neat episode. Yeah. We've really been feel we feel really blessed that doing small town big deal, we get to travel all over the country and. Um, see all kinds of cool things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, let's let's go back to the beginning, uh, Rodney. The uh, small town big deal that was that was your idea originally, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it, it was. And I knew nothing about TV. I just had this dream and vision to start this show that told about the real America, and um, didn't know anything about it. But when I moved to Atlanta, I first had the vision when I lived in Arkansas when I was CEO of Montana Tractors, and when I moved to uh, Atlanta to be CEO of McCormick International. Um, I started attending a church there, and I became really close friends with this guy who is now our executive producer. Ah. And he was in TV, and I told him about my vision and dream. And well, he connected me with some of the right people, and we shot a pilot. And and 
then we shot another pilot, and, <laughs> <laughs> and that happens sometimes. And, you know, mm-hmm. it took a few years, and and uh, so it was a long process. And then September, we got RFD, then wanted us to, to be on the network, and we went on the air September 6, 2012, and we've been on the air ever since. Back to the Hannibal Rivertown Review podcast in just a moment. If you like what you hear, be sure and subscribe and leave us a review. And if you have a suggestion for a future episode, email us at rivertownreview at gmail.com. And our big break, though, was when Jan saw an email about the premiere episode on September 5th, 2012, and uh, opened it and uh, reached out to us and said it's the show she's always wanted to, to do and called me her hero. Oh, I knew that line was, <laughs> was such a mistake. And, uh, <laughs> he printed it and like, I framed, framed it, didn't he? Oh, yeah. and, and that was, uh, <laughs> that was uh, and that, that really gave us credibility. Because she's been on Entertainment Tonight for 14 years. Oh, my goodness, yes. She's been on yes. TV her whole career. Yeah. So now we're just not, it's not just this guy from Southern Illinois doing this TV show and going all over America. It's some, you know, it's got credibility. And then when we, we went into syndication. I was like, oh, you never finish your word. Like, it's got credibility. Okay, moving on. Okay. Well, you know, I think, <laughs> got a lot of ground to cover here. faster yeah. than I talk. So, you do. Uh, <laughs> you do. He does. So, so then when we went into syndication in, in September 2015, which is when we, the show really exploded. And explain syndication. Syndication is when, so at first, the first two and a half years or so, we were just on RFD, uh, first three years. Which is a which is in about half the homes in America, not even half, about forty percent of the homes in America. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I found you was on our. Yeah. This was yeah. great. Which mm-hmm. okay, is good. let's do the pitch. So if you have Direct TV, that's channel two thirty one. Yes, it is. Oh, Direct is three forty five. Dish is two. Dish is two thirty one. Yes, yes. Right. yes. Right. Eastern time. Eastern. 9:30. So we're nine thirty Eastern, eight thirty Central on on on. Seven thirty Mountain, six thirty, <laughs> <laughs> and on UVerse, um, and and a few yeah. other uh, cable stations too around America. But but syndication is um, when so you've always heard about they're syndicated. You know, I didn't know what that meant. You know, most people don't know what that really means. I think everybody thinks that's a big deal, and it is a big deal. But that's when you go to local stations, and you're on local stations all over America. Yeah, and, 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 and we talked about this a little bit before before we started. Think shows like A Wheel of Fortune yes. and Jeopardy and, mm-hmm. and Entertainment Tonight back, mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah, they're you all know, syndicated. Yeah, they're all, all syndicated yeah. shows. Those are all syndicated shows. They might not be on the same network. It's, it's interesting that Entertainment Tonight originally was owned by ABC. Pa- Paramount. Uh, but at one time it was owned by ABC or CBS. Oh, CBS at one time. CBS, but it was not on all CBS stations across America. No. Sometimes it was on an ABC station, ABC station across yeah. America, because that was a stronger station in that market. So you know, it, syndication doesn't follow. Uh, I love the details of all. <laughs> I know. Like, I, well, I love the fact that the that the woman who's been in television was like, "Yeah, explain syndication to him. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. It's so cute. You get so excited. You do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you?" I love it when Rodney gets excited. No, yeah. Numbers, ratings, but thank goodness because like that he delves into that, which is so important to this. Mm-hmm. And then I delve into more of the creative stuff, which works. But here's what I would love for the people listening to the Do you podcast. Want me to finish explaining. No, no, no. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so the thing is, she knows everything about being in front of the camera, but she really didn't know anything about behind the camera. Or business. And, and the oh business gosh, no. Side, which I had a ton of business experience. But neither one of us really knew the TV business. No. We both had to learn that. It was a disaster. 
hard learning. It, it was a lot of learning opportunities. A lot of learning opportunities. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So then we hired Teachable us. Teachable moments. That's yeah. right. So we hired mm-hmm. a syndication company, and they took us to pitch. And everybody said we wouldn't get in New York City. Well, they said you have to pay to you get You have to on. pay to get in New York I'm City. I'm like, pay so to get on? Paying. I said, we're not getting paid yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> How can we pay you if ain't nobody paying us? <laughs> yeah. <that's> <laughs> and guess what? The very first station in America to take us was ABC in, in New, New York, York City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. 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 And then ABC in Chicago, ABC in Philadelphia, ABC in Atlanta, CBS in Los Angeles. We're in in the big markets. We're on the big stations in those markets, and uh, and we have kill killer ratings in those big markets. You know, one of the best ratings we get in America is really close to you guys. It's at the Quad Cities. Quad Cities. Oh, I bet. We're oh on gosh. NBC that there at ten thirty on Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. And local news. We have like oh, yeah. five and six rating numbers. Now, you don't. Most viewers don't know what that means, but. That's American Idol type ratings. Yeah. Mm. That's unbelievable type ratings. Well, at at ten thirty on a Sunday night. On yeah. ten thirty on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we run into people all over America when they come up to us and they, yeah, we watch you on the Quad Cities. I mean, yeah. I don't know how big that's. Like, I think that's you from Davenport, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> you from Moline, Illinois? Mm-hmm. I bet you are. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that's how, and that really. That took us from a smaller market to being well-known all the way across America. So I told them enough about syndication now. Yeah. (laughs) You got to catch your breath. (laughs) So the thing that I think that is hard to understand, and it was hard for me to understand because I, yes, I had been a news reporter, a news anchor, and then ET and and all that. And then I delved a little bit into producing after ET. Uh, but yeah, yeah, there was a, what, a game show or, or no, something? No, uh, it was a show for the History Channel. History Channel, that's a, right. about that's an auctioneer, which th- that's can it. sort of be like a game, yeah, that's mm-hmm. thing. But <laughs> the thing is, is that I didn't know that nobody does this. Nobody just, like, makes a TV show by themselves. I didn't know that. I didn't, I mean, but if I'd, I guess if I'd stopped to think about it, but I was so excited about what this show was. Sounds like a combination of ignorance and confidence. <laughs> exactly. Wayne yeah. would be like, See? bingo, perfect yes. quote. Worthy. I know. There you go. Ignorance you can confidence. you can use that mantra too. Uh, yeah, no, that's I think yeah, feel free. Use that as my yeah. tagline on my emails. Now. You have an Albert Einstein quote on all of your emails, yeah. so I think I'll take Mark Twain. There you go. But it, it was somebody. A friend of mine in the TV business did say, "You guys made a unicorn." <laughs> <laughs> We did because people who make TV shows are the major studios, you know, Paramount Pictures, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers, you know, Sony, sure. you know, and they make TV shows or the networks do, you know, CBS, ABC, NBC, Fox, CW, or Scripps, Discovery Channel, you know, whatever they make TV shows, or occasionally giant production companies like Endemol will make TV shows. That's pretty much it, you know. There's a few, 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 tiny, tiny, tiny little people out there that do it. and Like small town big dudes. Yeah. <laughs> people who were, who, yeah, ignorance is bliss. And didn't we didn't know how hard this was going to be. And it's not the producing. And it's not finding the great stories. Is that your phone going off? Oh, my goodness. So... <laughs> When you when you have a, when, you, when you have when, when you have a boom mic on a on a on a tabletop mm-hmm. and you have the phone on the tabletop because I could hear it through my headphones when you when that was <laughs> vibrating <laughs> like that so going good, <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. no it was, what do we say oh you owe lunch everybody's like if something goes off while we're filming but it was uh. like, <laughs> well we buy lunch anyway so it doesn't really matter <laughs> <laughs> but 
we just kept, well, you had a friend who said, to be successful, it takes a combination of two things. They said, a good product and not giving up. And I'd love, like, for everybody listening to know that, too, about whatever dream they have. So maybe you don't want to give up because you don't have a great product. Well, maybe you should give up. That's not going to work. <laughs> or you have a great product, but you give up too soon. So you don't la- you don't outlast the, the hard days. And we had some really hard, hard, dark oh, wow. days. Yeah, it was really tough. And can I tell a funny story about... Oh, yeah. You, that's a good it. transition. Dark days. Yeah. Hey, like hey, let me tell you. <laughs> so, but I want to tell you. So... <laughs> In the early days, we always say there's no bad meetings. We've met with industry people all over America, and most of them have led nowhere, but we've learned something from each one of them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you kind of have got to pull a little bit from everybody because nobody does what we do. So they don't know what to do with really them. <laughs> there's really nobody to follow, so we're kind of uh, making new ground everywhere we go. But we met with uh, a VP at CAA, Creative Artist Agency, which is the... They have this palace in Beverly Hills. It's the it's the pl- it's the company that manages all the big stars, and you know they're they're this big big agency, and Just they manage lots of TV shows. And, <laughs> and they wanted to have a meeting with us, and uh, Jan was going. They actually used to handle Jan. Uh-huh. And she goes, "It's a waste of time." Blah blah blah. I go, "Our our mantra is there are no bad meetings. We're gonna let's have this meeting." <sighs> So, so I'm thinking, they won't even talk to me. I mean, they're big, you know, I have Jan there, the big star, and I, I'm they, not won't a even, big star. they won't even talk to me. I talked to big star. And we go in, and actually, the opposite happens. This guy comes in, and he's like, he is quizzing us about how we how we got this show on the air. How much? How did some farmer from Southern Illinois? People work their whole career in TV and never get a show on the air. And how did some farmer from Southern Illinois get a TV show on the air? And then how did you get her to work with you? And how much you pay her? And he goes into all this stuff before he's done. Literally calls me a pioneer in the TV industry. And he said, "I think he framed that one too." And, And then, and then he says that there are going to be shows that are going to mimic what you guys are doing. And he's been right. There are shows now that are coming out that are very similar to what we're doing. And there's a big shift. I mean, you look at Joanna um, and Chip. Oh, yeah, the, the and, Fixer Upper, yeah, sure. And mm-hmm. they're, now they're going to do a whole new network. You know, they took over the old DIY, and that's going to be launching yeah. next year. Ooh. And so there's, it's like when Rodney had this idea of showing what he calls the, the true America, the real America, it was kind of like there's so much negativity, so much negativity. And that was in 2012. <laughs> and it was this idea of, wait a minute, whoa, there's a lot of greatness out there. There's a lot of goodness out there. There's a lot of things to it's celebrate. It's a really big country. It's a really big country with really great people <laughs> and really cool towns and events and little businesses and you name it and people doing good. And, and I don't mean like a Pollyanna kind of like thing. I just mean like downright entertaining, yeah. fun happenings i mean oh my gosh okay the, the mud volleyball here in hannibal or the fence painting contest like tom sawyer and all that there's great fun and things to celebrate that get i'm gonna say it they get ignored by mainstream media and mainstream news telling and that's because they said it doesn't get ratings and maybe that was maybe that was true in the past um but i think that people then just got burned out with the negative and then people were craving something positive and something good 
And I think that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to show that and tell those stories and, because and, they deserve a spotlight. Yeah, and and you're and you're able to strike that balance. Yeah, yes, you'll be at the Grits Festival, but then you will be at the beach where they recreate the D-Day invasion. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And 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 yes, you will do the the ice cream trail, and then you'll do the show from Selma, Alabama. Yeah. You know, you've you've got you know all of those all of those things, and along the way. Yeah, uh, you have on your on your website. You have people can submit suggestions yep. about right. places you should be. And there was a guy who a couple of years ago uh, <laughs> submitted one. Actually, submitted a couple, and I got a couple more. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, actually, but and 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 I'm told I wasn't the only one. Uh, the the Hannibal JCs. Uh, we have uh, uh, Trisha, our friend from the JCs, uh, is in here, and she says she had had visited with uh, your producers. Uh, about coming here as well but uh, you know i i don't know that i had seen very many episodes as soon as i had seen enough to know what you guys were about i'm going these guys have got to come to national tom sawyer days because this is just right up you guys's alley and that's, it is. that seems no, it to be is. the case it's perfect it yeah. really is it's a perfect episode for us yeah. i'm really enjoying this because sometimes we have to almost make an episode mm-hmm. to get somewhere and it's not exactly what but we're able to figure out stuff. I, I was telling her this morning that uh, her, you, <laughs> Jen Carl, the, the, the star. Her, yeah. no, just, uh, just maybe I was thinking this. I don't know. No, I was thinking. Maybe I was thinking before you came to the restaurant. I got there before you got there. No, I was thinking that. You know, the producers and editors, they're going to leave a lot of good stuff on the cutting room floor. I know. We're going to have way too much. They're gonna, we're going to have way too much stuff for an episode. I mean, it's literally. That's why we like it. That's why we like it. Oh yeah, you know that makes an awesome episode. Yeah. Unfortunately, it means a lot of good stuff doesn't even make the cut. But it could always be like an anniversary episode where it's you know twice as long as usual. Yeah. uh, Just throwing that out there. And we're going to pause our conversation with uh, Rodney and Jan at this point. Uh, Every once in a while, we'll we'll have somebody that will visit and we'll reach a point. I think I've said it. People that that listen uh, will say, I'll, I'll say, we've reached a point where we either need to. To keep going or stop and then i never even got that said because we uh, just kept going we just we, we just, just kept going and i'm going oh too okay much fun. Uh, exactly too much fun to stop. that's that's right but uh, our 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 new best friends <laughs> <laughs> rodney miller and jay and carl and uh, we had we had such a good time with them that we're gonna we're gonna keep going into our next episodes the fun stories don't stop and uh yeah i've got some other surprises so Make yeah. sure to tune into the next one and as I well. Wa- and I wonder how many times, yeah, after she, after Jan left us, uh, she walked down the street going Hannibalians, 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 <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe with a question mark, Hannibalians, Hannibalians. <laughs> what? And you know, I've never questioned that. No, and I'm not a I'm not a native Hannibalian. No, no. that's just me what, either. But that's just what they. Yeah, why well, aren't? We Hannibalites or something. I don't know. Maybe a story there. Maybe something for a future episode. Might you, need to look into that. You never know. <laughs> That's right. But uh, as we say, much more coming up uh, in the next episode of the Rivertown Review podcast with, uh, as we say, our, our new best friends, uh, Rodney Miller and Jan Carl from Small Town Big Deal. I'm Harold Smith. And I'm Megan And we will see you next time as we continue with the Rivertown Review podcast. Thank you for joining us for the Hannibal Rivertown Review podcast. Podcast. For comments and suggestions, email us at rivertownreview at gmail.com. 
Find us at RivertownReview.com or at Rivertown Review on Facebook. Thank you.